see, I, I think I'm offering the insightful commentary and the humor. So what am I here for? The color? They've been the all day, but so it's fun. They have each other's bags, and today is finally done. In a world setting in a Georgia town. On a show about libraries and visual sound. In the stacks of libraries, where it always starts. The stacks so much more than either of them thought. It's Thursday for mayhem, it's Thursday for fun. In the stacks with Barry and the Goya, it's second to none. Hello. Hello. What up? You told me, Mister. I don't feel like doing the show last week. Uh, you know, I didn't. It wasn't. I didn't feel like it. I had things going on. Whatever. We moved the record day and time for you. So you know, you need to not mess with my Saturdays. It's already bad enough that I gotta have something to do on Saturday. But um, last Saturday, um. You know, uh, T'Challa had a band thing he was doing. So, you know, I, matter of fact, I didn't even get him picked up, I think, until after two. So by the time we got back, then he had a shower and all this kind of stuff. Um, so it was just, it didn't work. Yeah, but you didn't tell me about the band thing until, like, the morning of. So, like, Saturday morning, it's like, did you just find out today? Well, I found out, like, the day before. Because originally mm -hmm. it was... You know, he was going to come over after the band thing and mm -hmm. then, until like, you know, Sunday or something. But then it was decided that, you know, he wanted to come over on Friday, which is works. And then I would take him to the band thing in the morning. Right. And then I had to pick him up, of course, obviously, because I can't just leave him there. They don't like him. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Yeah, but you could have just given me the heads up. I gave you the heads up that morning. No, yeah, that doesn't count. Because you know I already don't wake up early. So then I saw it and I'm like, okay. Ugh. And so, yeah, you could have told me before. Yeah. But welcome to another awesome episode of In the Stacks with Barry. Latoya. And T'Challa. Yay. <laughs> so I have not even looked at the uh, agenda, so I don't know if you put anything on it. I didn't realize I hadn't created it since the last show, which was like, you know, obviously two weeks ago. So I did it uh, today and I just threw a couple of things on there for myself because, you know, I think now that we're doing the whole Saturday thing and whatever, I'm all about winging it. And so, and then the fact that I have like, just, I guess, short-term memory i can't even remember some of the things that may have happened since we last recorded so i just dumped out what i knew or could remember so okay there you go yeah so this week uh for me um dragonara and i broke up mm -hmm. so that's been kind of the big thing uh in my life the past few days i know you've been like so needy this week i have yeah i mean you know normally it's just hey what's up okay you know um you send funny stuff and then you're like oh and i'm like you know that like i don't really do the friend thing <laughs> so, so it's it's been nice though it's like to be needed as a friend it's like okay cool but but yeah you've been needed. yeah so i i guess it's been um on my mind mm -hmm. last night uh t'challa was here and uh there was kind of a uh one of those Freudian moments, I guess. Okay. Uh, we're sitting together on the couch, and he's got the remote for the TV. And he says, it's really quiet. 
And I said, um, I said, yeah, I know, you know, she's only been gone for a couple of days. I said, but the house just seems so quiet. Mm-hmm. And he goes, no, I was talking about the TV <laughs> and to you know, increase the volume on the TV. And I was like, oh. Yeah, only you were in that that mental space. <laughs> well, I mean, as I as I told you, obviously, any relationship breaking up is is certainly sad, or I should say, most uh, relationships when when there is a breakup, it's sad, um, and it'll take a, a a minute for you to readjust. Yeah, you know, we um, we uh, started talking, I guess, about nine months ago. So you know. Mm-hmm wasn't a really long time but it was you know a while so what else has been going on all right well you know last week uh well i guess two weeks ago was my um wedding anniversary so we'll go from breakups to huh i think we talked about that because you didn't you said you weren't going to get laid for it yeah, I mean, I didn't get laid on the day. No, I mean, you know that that of course was certainly not. Um, you said on the day. So did you get laid since then? Yeah, I got laid once while he was still here. So what happened is that where was where was he during the laying? I mean, he was actually there. So. Oh, okay. Well, he was participating. Yes, he was participating. So um, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, he ended up staying for like a week. Because um, when it was time to go, he was just kind of like, you know, he was still just tired. I mean, you know, he's always on the road. So um, he decided that he was going to take off because he just in terms of his mental health and just just exhaustion. So we had talked about him going to the doctor and all that kind of stuff just to get, you know, to see if everything was OK. But anyway, long story short, he stayed a week. And so, I mean, I guess it was good that ultimately he stayed longer because had it been the usual um, where he just, you know, stayed for the weekend or whatever and left, uh, then I wouldn't have gotten laid. But, but yeah, so it was still a good, I mean, we didn't do anything major. Uh, obviously, with COVID and stuff, there's oh, not a hell of a lot. Talking about the lane? No, <laughs> no, I'm talking about the anniversary stuff itself. <laughs> I was like, well, we didn't do anything major. Yeah. Just a little, just a little of the old in and out. Exactly. Yeah. You know, but, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, all we did was, uh, you know, with COVID and stuff, it wasn't like we could do a, a crap ton of stuff. Sorry, T'Challa's laughing. <laughs> so, anyway, um, we went to a couple of stores. So we went to like TJ Maxx and, Bath and Body Works and Home Goods and you know had dinner and that kind of thing. Of course, we had our masks on, but I mean, outside of that, it wasn't you know it it wasn't anything major. It was our eighth anniversary, so I'm like you know whatever. If it was like the tenth or something, then I suppose I would have been more concerned about you know doing stuff. But I'm okay with not really doing too much in the celebration. What are y'all laughing at? Chala said, "What like him?" <laughs> anyway, it was it was still a nice time. Um, yeah, and um, and yeah, so eight years of marriage. I mean, we still drive each other crazy. Like the fact that he was here a week was both good and bad because you know I'm usually like once he's here for like the four or so days 
uh, out of the month. I'm ready for him to go. Um, but it, I mean, it was okay. It was nice having him here. It was, it was different, you know, because I mean, I've gotten so used to now him not being around. So most of the week he was just in the room watching TV and relaxing and I was in the office working. So <laughs> I couldn't take off the whole week. So, gotcha. you know, someone's got to work to pay the bills. That's true. And that's, that's me. Yeah. Of course he's, he gets paid, right? Um, not when he, when he was off this past week, no, I mean, he opted to take the week off. Um, and so he did not get paid that week. So, I mean, I didn't see any money last week or this week from him because of that. So, yeah, you know, whatever. I mean, you know, I'm a little weirded out right now because my bank account is the lowest it's been in like several months. I have an alert on my checking account or the joint checking account. So if it goes below like $450, it sends me, you know, a text and all that kind of stuff. Um, and so it is and like right now it's, it's technically, it's 247.19. I'm like, Oh my God, it's a little unnerving. So yeah, I got one of those alerts the other day too. Uh, I had to what, get- like it dropped below a thousand. No, no, my alert is lower than that. But <laughs> yeah, I, I had I had to go in and sell uh, a little bit of the stock that I own just to. Oh get, no! Are you serious? Yeah, just to get a little extra that I have in there for the rest of the month because you know. Oh, holy crap! And um, you know, so if if for some reason I ever you know Baldwin did not pay me on time, mm-hmm. I'd be in trouble. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, we because definitely I have so many are paycheck to, come to out. paycheck. Yeah. I have so many things to come out on the first. Exactly. You know, so yeah. Cause my rent is that day. My child supports that. You don't day. pay rent anymore. All right. My mortgage. Okay. Then, um, you know, everything like comes out right at the first. And, uh, so it takes like, like over half my check is gone on the first. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's like, okay, I, I need to survive for another, you know, 30 days. <laughs> <laughs> I know the feeling. And I mean, the, the sad part is that, you know, I know that we've essentially been living above our means for like forever, more so since moving back up to our, um, you know, where we live now. Um, and that, I, I think that has a lot to do with the fact that because I'm self-employed, you know, you have to take out the taxes yourself and send it in. And I have, I'm terrible with that. I mean, so of course, every tax season at the end of the year, it's like, oh, you owe the government like 11 grand or whatever. Um, And so I've been really bad about just like, oh yeah, just roll that into the payment plan. So I should have caught up a little bit this month because, you know, I no longer have the car payments. And then this month, this coming month, I don't have to pay the mortgage because, you know, I'd, I'd actually, I don't even know if I'd mentioned it at the time I refied um, the house because my mortgage company kept bugging me about it. So um, what? I said, right. Yeah. So I, um, yeah, I should theoretically have a nice little pot of money, but I blew through it. And my mom was like, I was talking to her, I guess it was yesterday about, you know, being broke because I, um, my dad came over and helped to do some, I call it daddy do chores. So, um, 
I he needed to replace like the ballast in the lights in the in my garage because they're fluorescent. So he went to the store and like all the stuff he had to do came up to like a hundred and something dollars. So even though I'd gotten that notification that my bank account was low, I was like, look, I'm going to send it. I don't want to have to owe my parents anything because I've, right. you know, a couple of years back finally settled up with them as far as, you know, well, minus the house stuff because they did the, I think the down payment and, you know, theoretically I'm supposed to pay that back, but, Anyway, so, um, yeah, he, he did some chores for me, which was really cool. Um, and so I paid him the 100 and, you know, again, now my account is down to the what it is. So the one thing is that I do have some money in reserve, but that was the whole, it was my, it's my emergency fund. It's like $1,000. And so because we quasi do the Dave Ramsey system, you know, mm-hmm. the first step is, you know, fund your emergency fund and then the next step is you know that you're supposed to basically um what is step two pay off debt which i've been doing because you know i consolidated all my debt and and have been paying it off right but now i'm like you know like having that buffer helps you know like mentally it helps now that i actually have to touch the buffer that's when i start to get really you know freaked out so yeah I, so I ate my buffer basically because my mom was like, you know, what have you been doing? I was like, what do I always do? I said, I just, you know, we order out. Um, and in my case, like almost every day I order out one meal. So, you know, that stuff adds up. (laughs) And so I basically ate through, uh, like twelve, thirteen hundred dollars the past month or two and just eating out or eating in dining in mostly so right i don't know i'm just i'm a horrible human being i guess <laughs> uh so speaking of horrible human beings uh-huh <laughs> i've been watching a show on netflix called ratchet um it's ratch i i've been watching it too it's just ratch it's just ratch because no, when they say her name in the show, it is just Ratch. <laughs> no, they, they pronounce it Ratchet, which is nope. pronounced on the TV show. Whatever. Uh, in the movie. But was, I've been watching it too. <laughs> no, they don't call her just Ratch. It's like Nurse or Mrs. What? Anyway, continue. Ratchet. Yeah. But um, I don't know if you've ever seen, you know, uh, One Flew of the Cuckoo's Nest. Uh, yeah, no, I did. I mean, ages okay. and ages ago. Yeah, so same character, you know. But um, there's some uh, – I'm six episodes in, so I still have two episodes to go. Okay. Um, and, you know, Yahoo hated it. They gave it, like, a D+. Plus. Um, but I really – I've enjoyed it, although it doesn't feel in any way um, related to uh, the One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest other than the character's name. Well, uh, so I'm – I think I have – three I'm, I'm almost halfway through i think um i i picked it just because you know for one it's a period piece i like period pieces um and because it's ryan murphy and i, I watch all of his shows. right i know you do and so it's like yeah i knew that it was ryan murphy sarah paulson i like i figured you were watching it because i'm like well you love her in 
practically anything you watch that has her in it, which, I, what, American Horror Story she's been in, that kind of stuff. Yeah, she's um, in um, The People versus O.J. Simpson. Which right, is- and yeah, I mean, I've seen her in stuff before, so yeah. I was just like, okay, I'll watch it, because it didn't straight up say it was horror, and because, to me, it was kind of, like, tied to the alienist and that kind of stuff as far as it was people with mental health issues and blah, 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 right. blah. So, it's like, okay, this might be interesting. And it has been interesting. I have, I wouldn't say I've gotten into it because I actually was watching it and then stopped and forgot I was watching it until you mentioned it. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I do like it. The acting is really good and stuff. It's just... I don't know. It just, it doesn't feel, uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm yeah. going to finish it. it I like it. It's, sometimes it feels, you know, and the kids use the word random all the time. So now I, I hate to say random. <laughs> there are times, there are times it's like, really? You're, you're going to add that in too? Right, right. You know, uh, I like it, but I, it's, it's not yet like, it's, all right, the, there are certain things. Like, I, have you seen Sharon Stone's character yet? I forget when she's introduced. Uh, like, yes, I think I've just seen her, her character. All right, so, okay. Later on, she actually comes to where Ratchet is. Mm-hmm. And, she, and she arrives wearing like a, I forget what she's wearing. But anyway, she has a damn monkey on her shoulder. Of course uh, she does. Yeah, <laughs> so she's this monkey, right? That she's carrying around with her. And I was just looking at it, and I was like, Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Well, and this show are so bizarre anyway. I mean, yeah, it is very bizarre. I mean, you know, like bizarre and in Technicolor. But, um, yeah. Because there was the whole, like, the one episode where the serial killer, the, well, the crazy ass guy, because what is it? They make the, they state, no, it's not a serial killing because blah, blah, blah. It's a anyway. mass murder. Yeah. Right. So when the, the, what do you call it? Like nurse in training goes down there to give him yes. his food. And uh, helps and, him find relief. Yeah, gives him a handy. And the like the guard is just down the hallway and he doesn't do anything. He just yeah. sits there and like listens. And I mean, that, uh, anyway, so, so yeah, yeah, it's cool. We're watching the same show. And I think that we're both kind of like, mm, yeah, we're, we're watching it. <laughs> so, um, yeah. What I have started to watch, though, is, so, Kay knows I love, like, the teen angsty types of shows and movies and all that stuff. So, he saw um, a suggestion to watch Awkward. It was a series that came on on MTV, of all places. Uh, I think it ran from 2006 to 2013 or 2011, one of those. Um, It... In my TV time app, it compares it to Greek, which was a show that I absolutely loved. It's it's interesting. Um, at first, I was like, the acting seemed to really suck for me. But, you know, I mean, then again, you just kind of, you if you commit to watching it, you just kind of get over <laughs> how bad the acting is in the first season, especially when it's like basically newcomers to, to a show. I mean, it does improve over time, but it's what I'm currently watching. So I like zip through the first 12 episodes of both season one and season two, I think in like one sitting. Um, And then I've 
I'm in season three now. I was like, oh yeah, I forgot I'm watching this. And so I think it has like two more seasons, Mm -hmm. but it's, I mean, it's, it's interesting. It's actually allowed me to kind of think more about some of the things that happened during my time in high school. And I don't know, it, you know, it always brings up things about like how I was raised and how different my experience would have been in high school or even in life if maybe some things weren't as they are in my family or, you know, how I was raised. So, um, but in watching the show, it's gotten me to a point of almost like acceptance in that, you know, I'm like, I'm about to turn 40. Um, high school was eons ago. I, what, I graduated like 21 years ago. Um, and that, you know, I can't change anything. And if there is anything that I really want to change about myself, cool. If not, then, you know, it is what it is. So it's yeah. been entertaining to watch. And it's been interesting because the writing seems to be a little bit more adult than them being in high school because the types of conversations they have their reasoning and all this kind of stuff. In some cases, I'm like, um, no, not in high school. You wouldn't be thinking that. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's been entertaining. It's, um, I'm, I guess you could say really in between shows because I haven't found one that I'm like so addicted to at the moment. I have been limiting my Animal Crossing time um, so that I can do some television watching and stuff, but yeah, I still I, play every day. <laughs> when when Ratchet's over, I'm going to uh, watch a Julie and the Phantoms. Yeah, I saw something pop up about it. It's like they were talking about a season two or something. I don't. Know. Yeah, I they've just already, saw it. And I was like, didn't you have you mentioned that show before? No, but yeah, they've already approved for season two. And okay, I have this girl in high school who wants to be a music star, and nobody takes her seriously until she starts playing music with uh, this basically boy backing band called the phantoms mm-hmm. and of course what is unique about them is they've been dead for 25 years um so they're basically like ghosts who are helping her okay uh, that's interesting yeah so it sounded kind of interesting so i'm gonna give it a try um that's what well, I'm- let me know um because it i mean again it sounded it looked of interest i was like i'll just you know yeah whatever and um See, I started watching the X Files, which I actually never watched. I thought you did. No, I've never watched the X Files. Yeah. I only three episodes ever. Um, so I'm like uh, six episodes into the first season, and uh, I'm, you know I'm enjoying it. I I don't like the guy who plays Mulder. I think he's a bad actor. <laughs> and the lady who plays um, uh, Scully, mm-hmm. she's okay. What is it, Jillian Anderson? Yeah, it's weird when she's dressed up nice. I don't find her attractive at all. Yeah, Jillian Anderson and David. When she's hanging around in like you know just a t-shirt and jeans, it's like she's really cute. Mm -hmm. I I don't know, it's weird. So yeah, it's never really into you know that's not really my genre. I suppose in some ways, I never got into X Files. I didn't watch it when it was running. Mm You'd probably like it okay. It's not scary by any Well, yeah, I know. I just it just didn't seem of real any real interest to me um yeah. at the time. So I just never watched it. I think, you know, at best I saw an episode or something. And I knew of course, you know, I knew of its existence. It was huge in pop culture. Um, you know, it ran apparently 
well, it says 93 to 2018, but I know that they came back to do a season or something. Yeah, so it's there was not really like only like around. seven seasons, and then they've done like four like added seasons. So like all, all 11 seasons are on Hulu right now. Okay. Yeah, I see that it says watch it on a Hulu premium subscription. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I've never been interested in watching. I have seen David Duchovny in like one or two other things, and yeah, I'm not a huge fan. <laughs> Of, yeah. of, of his acting in general so with Jillian Anderson of course she was in the fall uh she was in a version of uh Bleak House I think yeah Bleak House so I've seen her in different stuff I'm okay with her I yeah. I you know it's like a, okay whatever so uh T'Challa how have things been going with you at school well, good so far. <laughs> still COVID free now we're in those sneeze guard things that don't that do absolutely nothing. Is that what people are wearing at your school? People think that it's wearing a sneeze guard is the same as wearing a mask. Oh my gosh! Really? Yeah, it's uh, really fucking stupid. And but it's a common sense thing. <laughs> allowed. Yeah. No, nobody's stopping it. That's the worst part. That's insane. Well, that's just like, I mean, here at the local Some Ingalls, of the teachers wear them. They, have the, they have signs up everywhere saying, you know, you must be wearing a mask to come inside. And you go inside and half the people shopping there don't have anything on and nobody's saying anything to them. I know that's, that does concern me. Like here, when we were out shopping and stuff, people were wearing their masks, but there were a few who weren't. And they just walk around like it's no big deal. And I'm like, again, I'm wearing the mask not just for me, it's for you as well. And if you're going to be a dumbass, you know, I just, uh, I, anyway. And then, of course, I get all, like, weird about it and be like, oh, yeah, that's Trump people. <laughs> so, uh, anyway. So, I mean, I'm still mostly staying quarantined, you know. I don't go out because in a lot of cases I don't have to, you know. Especially since I'm blowing through all my money ordering in, so. Well, today we were going to go to Barnes and Noble, and you know, Tatala said to me, he says, "Can we just stay home so we have longer to potentially talk to Latoya?" No, he didn't. And I said, "Yes, son, we can." No, 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 no! I'm not even buying that. Don't even try it. <laughs> you should go to Barnes and something like that. Right? You should go to Barnes and Noble. Well, I think we're just going to hang out. I already have a bunch of books. Oh, okay, okay. So there, there are times, there are times I think, you know, man, he is just like me. And there's other times I'm like... Like when he says, oh, I already have a bunch of books. And you're yeah, like, I already have a bunch of books, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have books in a big pile. I need to read them first. Yeah. It's called pacing yourself. <laughs> yeah, but see, no, Barry doesn't believe in that. He wants to get more for his collection because he knows he's going to need it at some point he's going to read through what he has and then start rereading stuff that he's ugh, anyway <laughs> that plus you know grand grandma was the one who was going to take us she, she gives us each a hundred dollars to spend right what you take that money when the money's offered <laughs> that's true that is true because by the time you've read all your books grandma might not be ready with a hundred dollars so very true i want me a hundred dollars shoot yeah, I mean, you wouldn't you wouldn't take you need a hundred dollars at Barnes and Noble. No, and, and yeah, I mean, I've been you don't so read bad. Real books. <laughs> I get books. I have it on my um iPad. I, I said just, real books. They are real books. They're on my iPad. 
Julian, you're not, or T'Challa, you're not supposed to be like, oh yeah, um, you know, that doesn't count. You're part of the millennial generation, so it, it really counts. Count. <laughs> it's not, a book. Yeah. It's it's not, not a the book. same as saying like, well, I read it, but I, you know, actually listened to it on audiobook. Now, that's not yeah. the same to me, but I think it's the same if it's on my iPad. So Ava Max's album came out. Yes. Uh, it's very good. It's number one in the world, supposedly. Awesome. Um, well there's, deserved. I love her stuff. Um, the the track "Naked," which is her current single, mm -hmm. um, is really really good. And uh, the video is kind of sexy, obviously. But um, but yeah, it's really good. Have you listened to it yet? I think I did. I must have because I'm not. I I, I, yeah. tagged, I sent it to you on Facebook and message. Yeah, I did watch course, it on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but of course, you being you, uh, didn't respond at all. I thought I like. Did I not like it or anything? No. Oh. Yeah. So, um, anyway, yeah, I really like it. And I like how she's talking about, you know, you can see me naked, but you never actually see me. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I, okay. So, yes, I've not only, I saw it when you sent it to me, but I also end up listening to the same. So, I usually tell my um, dot every day to play Top Pop. And so, it plays this station from Amazon. And... Uh -huh it's the same songs and i think it's because i you know i don't pay for my subscription so i hear that song at least three times a day at least right <laughs> so yes i do really like the song and i was t i was considering getting her album i mean i think i have a couple of the singles anyway i know i'm still old school with having my itunes library but um but yeah i was considering getting it well the album's got like 18 tracks um which it needs to, because of course, like nine or ten of the songs she's already released, just right. And then there are a handful of new tracks. Um, what, are, what do you think of the new ones? Um, Naked is my favorite of the new ones. Mm -hmm. um, some of them are okay. I mean, they. It, I, I feel like her best stuff um, I've already heard, but it's still nice to have the the album with you know some new stuff on it. Mm -hmm. uh, and the new stuff will probably grow on me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have to um, add it to. So, you know, I was still trying to figure out if I wanted to do um, Amazon Music versus the Apple Music stuff. And mm -hmm. since I'm like, since my brother already pays for us to do Apple Music, because, um, you know, we're under the family plan or whatever, I think I may just use um, Apple Music um, because I can play it on my dot. So I can tell my dot to play from my iTunes, you know, from Apple Music. So I'm like, okay, it's not the ideal situation, but, um, you know, it'll work. So I will, because, because of the Apple Music subscription, I'll listen to um, her album. What is the album title? Uh, hold on. Let me grab it here. Open up my Spotify. Okay. Because, <laughs> yeah, I have to tell it, oh, play such and such from, you know, Apple Music instead of saying Amazon. Because, like, I can't play... I think at one point I wanted them to like shuffle some songs by Robbie Williams and stuff. And it wouldn't let me because I, you know, don't pay for the, like, apparently he's on the upper tier, um, on Amazon. So. Yeah. Uh, it's called heaven and hell. Ooh, perfect. Yes. I will. I will listen to that when we are done with the podcast, uh, because I will be in the office for a bit working. So. Yeah. It's, it's a good album. Um, 
I'd recommend it. Yeah, I think that, I don't know, she really speaks to me. She understands my pain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like her stuff. You know, sometimes I see people online comparing her to, like, Lady Gaga, but I think she has a completely different style. I think they're similar, but yes. Um, I think it's similar to some of Lady Gaga's music. Right, yes. But Gaga has a much wider range, you know? That is true. That's just like people who compare, you know, say, oh, Gaga's just like Madonna. I'm like, no. You must not have listened to Gaga's albums. <laughs> you know? Yeah. They're not, they're not the same. No, they're, they're not. Again, they have similarities, but no, right. no, they're not the same. But I, what I do like about Ava Max and even Gaga and stuff like that, it's like they have very distinct voices. So I think we, yeah. last week we were in the car, and at one point something came on the radio, and and Kay was like, who is this? And I'm like, what do you mean, who is this? It was an Ariana Grande song. And I'm like, can you not tell people's voices apart? You know, and I'm like, there's – to me, there are certain artists that once you hear them even sing a note, you know who it is. And so for yeah. me, Ariana falls kind of in that category for me. It's like, yeah, I know when it's a, you know, an Ari song. But, um, yeah, he is, he's terrible about that kind of stuff. He's, he's like that even with actresses. Like, he thought, he says that he has a problem with, I think, Jennifer Garner and somebody else. He keeps saying, oh, I think they're the same people. I'm like, really? <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I'm like, you're just racist. I said, or you're just blind. But, but yeah, so, of course, since they we They all last, look alike, too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, of course, since we last um, did the podcast, something major has happened, or at least many major things have happened because we're still living in Trump America. Um, the notorious RBG passed away. Yeah, I know. I'm sad about that. And, yeah, I mean, I'm sad on a lot of levels. So since then, I've watched a couple of documentaries, obviously, since as soon as she passed away, they were making sure that they, you know, pushed them again. Um, I had not realized just how much she had done, not only from the bench in terms of being on the Supreme Court, but before that, the lead up to her even being, you know, nominated and ultimately placed on the on the Supreme Court. Um I am not shocked, but certainly disgusted by the Republican Party um, with their determination to fill the seat before the election. Because yeah. it's like, again, when it was Obama's turn, or, yeah. when, you know, it's like nine months before the election is when he, that, you know, the vacancy came, of it, came up. And... They, you know, they were like, oh, hell no, it needs to wait till the next election. And then now that this is happening again, and even less time, they're like, no, no, we need to go ahead and fill it. And I'm like, how is it that you as a Republican, as far as believing in your party, can be okay with this, this just stupid hypocrisy? You know, I, I don't understand that. And I'm like, you know, they were saying too, like they, I think back then they were like, they want to make it some sort of standard that, oh, if it's X amount of time between election day and a vacant seat, that it's not going to get filled, you know, kind of thing. And right. now it's like, I mean, I just, I do not understand it at all. I, I am dumbfounded. I am annoyed. Um, I think that I'd seen stuff where it said that she had, RBG had 
you know, hoped that they would wait until the election, after the election, yeah. to fill the seat, which makes sense. Because when you think about it, I think it was, I was listening to something where it's like, if, if Trump gets his way, then it's going to be a 6-3 majority on, in terms of conservatives on the board, on, on the Supreme Court. And I'm like, to me, I feel like Supreme Court is supposed to be a representative of our country as a whole. And I'm like, I still don't believe that the vast majority of the country is conservative. I mean, you know, there's a lot of crazy people. The Republicans (laughs) have lost the last seven popular votes in the presidential elections. Mm -hmm. And yet we are, you know, we are heavy on the conservative side in the Supreme Court. Yeah. And so, yay. What was that? He want to know why we have the electoral college again. Exactly. Thank you, T'Challa. I understand why it was put there originally, but now it is more of a hindrance than a... Exactly. Absolutely. Because I'd heard something else, too, about how... What was it? Something Trump's, the Trump administration was considering doing um, with this year's election, since most people are going to be doing absentee ballots. It's like somehow... Um, you know, oh, instituting a cutoff date so that, you know, like when they get enough in that they can just call it and, you know, oh yeah, the Republicans won or want something. I, again, I, I'm just rambling, but, um, I don't, I think they need to wait. I think there's enough going on in the world and then you add in the COVID stuff and the fact that yes, this year likely more people will vote absentee because we can't, Kay and I went ahead and submitted, turned in our, you know, basically our, the request for our ballots. Um, so we mailed that off last week and, you know, I plan on voting absentee uh, just because, you know, why should I subject myself to possibly getting ill by going into, into a polling place? But right. I'm still, I'm still concerned. I'm because I still feel like he's. It's not going to be a peaceful transition because that was in the news recently as well. Because you know of what he said about. <laughs> um, it just I. I don't know. I mean, it's like life is is pre-Trump and post-Trump. You know, it's like COVID was just the the cherry on the top of the chaos that's been the past four years. Right. So, so are you still, you haven't decided how you're voting yet? I mean, as far as going in or absentee? Um, no, I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I haven't decided. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sometimes I think about doing the, um, doing it, you know, in, in person. Mm-hmm. The way I, I've always liked to do it. Well, I think psychologically we think, oh, well, when we cast it in person, we know it's going to get counted. I mean, we don't know right. either way if <laughs> it's going to get counted, to be honest. But uh, yeah, I understand. I mean, I, I, my preference is to go in and vote, but I'm like, I'll just do it from home. And I mean, as much as, as he's making a stink about the whole absentee, absentee ballot process, yeah, I think it's been interesting for the, the I think they said like 41 states or something, um, allow you to do it this way. Um, I've been inundated with stuff, to, with 
you know, different organizations or whatever sending me, you know, the request for the absentee ballot uh, for my for my county. And when the county sent it, I was like, okay, yeah, I'm just gonna go ahead and send it in. So, so yeah, um, I'm hoping that if nothing else, this means more people will vote. And depending on how early we get the ballots in, you know, I'm like, the day I get it, I'm gonna, you know, turn around and mail it back off because I don't want for there to be any more delay. And if Trump gets his way with, you know, anything to do with how they're counted, when they're counted, that kind of stuff, I want right. to make sure that at least it's there in enough time that it doesn't fall into question. Um, but it's going to be weird and it's going to be interesting. And I'm really, really hoping that more people will actually vote because now it's more convenient or at least, you know, I mean, granted, absentee has been around forever, but that people will become more encouraged by being able to do it this way. Um, so, so yeah, we'll see. Yeah. I, I know I can't do another four years with Trump. I can't. No. I don't think anyone can. <laughs> so I, I am hoping above all hope that um, Americans will pay attention and go out to vote because I'm like, you know, I don't need for Again, the whole electoral college thing, I, I just, I, I was talking to Kay about it as well. I said, you know, it's funny that, you know, I voted in, that in such a short span of time within the past, however many years, we've had two elections where the popular vote winner did not take office. And I said, yes, I know, like in the case of Gore, I voted for Bush that time or both times for that matter. Yeah. Um, I did vote for Hillary this time, <laughs> um, but I'm like, but it makes no sense to me. I mean, it always comes down to if it's important enough for you as an individual to go and vote, it should be your one vote and not some arbitrary electoral college that's like, you know, based on districts and blah, 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 blah. And it's, it's like, no, it's if you take the time, your vote should count as much as the next person. Right. So, because in some way it feels as though, you know, yeah, let's just say you voted, but the Electoral College went another way. So it's like your vote didn't actually count. Right. Yeah. Well, it doesn't. I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh, just in case it does, but I mean. But it's like, you know, we go into when we we're go. Not, in, we're not a democracy anymore. No. And I mean, like, when we're we go into. Work, actually, but no. <laughs> When we go into other countries and, you know, if we're liberating them or whatever, it's not like we're like, oh, yeah, and here's the electoral college. You should try this on for size. You know, you know it's yeah. always free and fair elections, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, I don't feel like ours are fair, again, because of the electoral college. Um, and I don't know when they will be because, you know, what incentive is there for people to, you know or for politicians to change it. Yeah, well, and, you know, Trump's already pretty much said that he doesn't plan to, um, you know, have a peaceful transfer. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So it, I think bad stuff could be coming in November. Yeah, and I'm certainly not looking forward to it. I mean, I, mean, I, think, I think if Trump doesn't outright win, then he's going to sue. I mean... Mm -hmm. He That's won't. why they want to replace R RGB so quickly in the Supreme Court because it would have to go to the Supreme Court. Who's he going to sue? He's he's going to claim that the election was you know improperly run or that it was rigged or mm -hmm. that 
you know, some of the ballots weren't done correctly. Yep. Uh, the same thing that yeah, W but, did. But, but who's he suing? Well, I mean, you can, Is you Trump, can. Trump versus the United States of America. That's the same Is thing. Is he going to expect to win that? Come on. That's what W did in 2000. That's how he beat uh, Gore. And he, yeah, he did win. And they I mean, I. the Supreme Court and they ruled in favor of George W. Bush. And RBG, I think, wrote the, 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 the defending has, argument for that. Off, He's yeah. been impeached. Second off, he has committed more counts of treason that he should honestly set a world record. <laughs> Probably has. Yeah. In Trump, Three, in Trump style. Seriously? <laughs> literally suing the country you're running for president for. That's probably the most corrupt thing I've ever heard of in my life. Well, the fact that he keeps touting voter voter fraud when it comes to absentee ballots—who's rigging the election? Well, yeah, and then I mean, you know, what was it this last election where he's like, "Oh, millions of people voted who are illegal," and and it's like, come on, really? I just, I mean, I don't think that the system is that is so broken that something that egregious would happen and no one say anything about it, you know. Um, every, almost anyone you talk to that that knows this stuff will tell you that voting by mail is safer than practically any other way of voting. That it's not it's not more open or more susceptible to corruption as any other way is. I mean, hell, you're more likely to get some sort of issue voting electronically on the machines. Oh yeah. <laughs> so you know, I just uh, no. No, so well, that's. I think that's enough Trump for now. I'm. I'm. My blood pressure is raising, and well, I'm ready to find out what topic T'Challa has for us to discuss. This is actually kind of on the previous topic. Uh oh. Oh, okay. Is what part of 2020 is most likely to go down in the history books as like, like a massive, like the one of the stupidest incidents of the century? Okay. Well, That's I've been so doing a lot to... of talking, so okay. I'm going to I'm going to think of something. What do you think is the worst part of 2020? I will defer to you, Barry, and limit it to one because, you know, don't be limit taking it and leading to another. So, so pick so far, one. I mean, you, you don't yeah. have to you yeah. don't have to see the future. Cuz I was going to say, I mean, I think I think, you know, we may not have seen the dumbest thing yet. Yeah, um, maybe not. Uh, what is the dumbest thing that's happened in 2020 so far? So far, okay. Because the, the 2020 season finale has the, uh, you know, the makings of like a jumping the shark moment for the United States, I believe. Um, but in terms of what's happened before now, um, honestly, I think it's um, the Black Lives movement. It, not, not in terms of being stupid, but I think that's what's going to be remembered is all of the racial strife that we're going through right now. Um, the fact that NBA players and baseball players are actually skipping games to protest. Mm -hmm. The fact that Breonna Taylor can be shot multiple times dead as she sleeps in a bed and none of the officers are indicted for that. Exactly. It was indicted, was indicted for, you know, basically causing wanton damage to mm -hmm. people's walls. Yep. Um, the fact that George Floyd, you know, was choked to death on camera. Um, I think that the racial upheavals are going to be what's remembered. Although obviously COVID as well. Didn't I say limit it to one thing? <laughs> yeah. I, I think, I think those you are going to be the things. 
All right. So now it's uh, what's her name's turn. Mm-hmm. So it, it'll definitely be COVID. I'm surprised you picked the one that you did. Um, I, I think that I think that what's happening with COVID is not going to go away. I think that even if we don't have to wear masks for COVID next year, there's going to be something else. Yeah, but he's asking what will we be, what's going to be most memorable. And so for me, I feel like it will be, even though it's COVID-19, the fact that it really hit wide span in 2020, um, that it changed. It was a seismic change in how people operate, how people live their lives. I think that that'll be huge. I feel like with the Black Lives Movement that it's going to unfortunately regress again as this stuff does. It feels like there's always this flare up. So like even when you say the 60s and the civil rights movement movement and stuff. The early 90s too. Right. That it will flare up. People will be very, you know, impassioned about it. And then time will go by and it will simmer out. And I mean, I've watched stuff where they feel like, oh, no, this is go- this is going to change things. And I'm like, really? Because, you know, history has shown that that's what happens. <laughs> Just um, I think it's well, go ahead. I'm not really saying anything's going to change, but I think people will remember it. Because when you ask me what happened in 1991, I'm like, oh, the L.A. riots, mm-hmm. so the whole thing with Reginald Denny and, and all right. that. Stuff. You know, um, that's what I remember from 1991, you know. And I'm like, oh, yeah, wait a minute. I also graduated that year and stuff. But (laughs) I remember, you know, and I think that's probably the first thing I remember about 2022, even over and above the COVID. Um, Yeah, for me, it'll be COVID. Um, And I deliberately did not choose Trump because I, you know, I'm like COVID itself is already bad enough, Um, although some good has come from it. But um but yeah, for me, it will be COVID. How about you, T'Challa? Um, the world record that 2020 sets for most disasters happen in one year. <laughs> mm. Isn't that the truth? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we all came into 2020 thinking it's going to be amazing. Be happening in December. Yeah, we could have still have Ragnarok coming. Yeah. Well, I mean, we all thought, you know, I, I foolishly thought 2020 was going to be an amazing year, you know, and again, it's foolish to put stock in just like, oh, it's cool. It's 2020. But I did too. yeah, I mean, it just felt like something fresh and, you know, and then it was like, oh God, <laughs> it's like, can, I'm like, can we go back to 2019 or even 2018? I take those years over this one. So, um, yeah, it's, it's. It, it's a lot, so I. Been worse than the last. <laughs> I appreciate. I like the question, so definitely keep that coming. Uh, yeah. So yeah, what? He's he's reasonably smart sometimes. Uh, I I mean I've heard comments that there are pe- there's he's part of the reason why some people listen to this show. Really? Yes. So say that, someone said that to you. That well, I mean that he adds to the show and that he's very intelligent. Ah. So I was like, oh, okay. That's true, I and mean, we need to have someone intelligent on the show. That is true, because we just ramble and we're old. Yeah. It's gonna ramble. <laughs> so so any, um, anything interesting happening or coming up for you this week? Uh, yeah. So this week. Um, so I have an idea of if you're gonna flake out on me, you know. Uh, well, you know, in terms of school, um, we're getting ready to start moving towards midterms. Mm-hmm. Um, midterms are October 8th and 9th. And um, so this week, we'll, in both all my both my subjects, I'll be 
doing their last unit test before midterms and then spending a week or so prepping for midterms. Okay. And then after that is fall break where uh, we're out for a whole week. And uh, T'Challa has uh, the same fall break as me this year. So maybe we'll see each other multiple times. I don't know. Um, but yeah, really, I'm working on a sword and sorcery book right now. Um, uh, the eighth volume of Lazarus Gray came out this week. Oh, wow. It was released. Uh, they're already got number nine in production. Mm-hmm. I saw the cover sketch for number 10. Um, you know, there was, you know, I've written books eight through 13 since the last book was published in 2017. Um, so now that they've waited three years in between books seven and eight, uh, now their plan is to basically release a new one every two to three months. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Until they've caught up. Wow. Uh, so, I, so, you know, some people online have been complaining for a long time, three years, about this length of time, uh, you know, in between books. And I, I suspect some of them will start complaining now at how quickly they're coming, you know, but hey, at least they'll be out there. So. I mean, that's still cool. I'm still struggling to, I, I keep thinking about the fact that I do want to publish, you know, my book of poems and, you know, how I already bought the domain and all that kind of stuff. And I just, I don't know, I can't get over the hump of just getting it done. Um, life has been so chaotic. I mean, the fact that my dad came over to help was really helpful. Cause I mean, I got to the point where I told him, don't tell mom how dusty the house is when you go, you know, go back home. But I'd felt so just drained and depressed by everything going on in the year that like, even in my office, I had was starting to have like piles around the place. And I'm like, you know, that's just not me. Like I can't think clearly if I'm in a disorganized space, but then too, I'm like, I don't want to clean with all this crap everywhere. And it was just this, vicious cycle so him coming over this week helped because now my office is um the layout of it is exactly as I need it to be as far as not having the piles everywhere um and I feel a lot more I guess interested in doing things in the office um Mm. now than before so I mean I know I know my triggers so I mean clutter is a huge trigger for me and because of my depression, I was so depressed that I couldn't actively do something about it myself. So having my dad come was really, really cool. Um, well, that now, you know, I'm very much a daddy's girl. So um, I got him to <laughs> do stuff that really my husband should do, but I'd much rather my daddy do because I know my dad. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, not to say I don't know my husband, but, you know, I'm like, dad's been helping me since basically, you know, I was born. So, you know, he just wins on, on, you know, longevity kind of thing. But, um, I, I, um, had a moment with a student on Friday that, uh, reminded me of when we used to work together. Oh, really? How so? Um, so she was up at my, at my desk and she was, she said, there's dust on some of your stuff, Ms. Reed. <laughs> Oh yeah, um, and I said, uh, I said, yeah. And she goes, can I dust this? And I said, uh, sure. And uh, so she, you know, started dusting everything. And she was like, Miss Reese, look at this, right? And she dusted the other side of my desk, that away across from me, mm-hmm. like black stuff on it, right? And uh, I said, oh, that looks terrible, right? And she goes, uh, she goes, why didn't you, why didn't you clean this? And I said, well, because it's on the other side of my desk. I said, I don't use that side of my desk. 
right and you used to have a latoya who would just clean it for you yeah and so she started like cleaning everything she was like picking up my stuff and like because i'd be like does this not bother you you're like no oh my god it bothers me (laughs) yeah and she was like putting stuff in little piles and stuff and uh and she goes doesn't that look better miss reese i said yeah it does look a lot lot nicer yeah (laughs) well speaking uh, of oh go ahead go ahead i do have something to say about the library when you're (laughs) so she said uh, she said you know sometimes i just got i said i understand i said you want to clean my drawers too and i opened up my drawers she was like mr reese You know, I just have like random things in the drawer. I know what yeah. they are, but they're just like on top of each other. <laughs> and uh, so then she started like organizing my drawers and stuff. And, and uh, yeah. well, that's that's cool. I mean, yeah, it's like if it bothers you, knock yourself out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I was gonna say I I just didn't write it down. What was interesting is so last I I didn't get very like I wasn't it wasn't a rested sleep last night I ended up having like this dream slash nightmare about the library it was really really weird Mm -hmm. um it it had so like apparently like I remember just flashes of like being in Milledgeville again and like downtown Milledgeville or downtown in the sense of like old town downtown uh, Milledgeville was very different um like all of the stuff that was there before like the brick and stuff were all gone it was still a street and the layout but everything was different and i had gone back there because i felt like i'd left something behind or there was something i needed to do and so like i was wanting to speak to like the new director kind of thing and he had like his people kind of swap me away in a sense it's like he doesn't have time for you or what are you doing here kind of thing and like you know as if to say that we did something corrupt or whatever so they were distancing themselves but I also remember going in and um dabs or you know dabney like not wanting to talk to me and and like having some sort of like visceral reaction to me and I'm like what did I ever do to you and and she was like you know my name is not dabs or dabney it's it's like I think she said like Rebecca it's you know some just some other name no no no, I mean I don't follow anyone at the (laughs) I've seen pictures of her on like the library Facebook page she's she's um buzzed her hair so like she's I mean, she has like a maybe a tiny inch worth of hair. Oh, but yeah, I. I, She's bald. Oh wow! But yeah, it was just it was just the strangest thing. I mean, and I just felt so uncomfortable when I woke up. Um, I I mean, I knew that I did not get a restful sleep. My watch told me uh, when I woke up as well, but it. I don't know what it is. I mean, I'm still like processing and analyzing it because, you know, in some cases, some dreams you wake up and shortly thereafter, you completely forget it. But this one's been in my head. So I'm like, okay, I've got to analyze it to figure out what it is that my dream is, is trying to tell me. I mean, obviously part of it is that, you know, I still haven't maybe fully moved past that experience and that I have difficulty with moving on. Um, that maybe people's opinions of me is, are really important. And so, I mean, again, I'm just toying with things in my head based on the dream and hoping that, you know, once I've sucked the marrow out of that, I can, you know, move on from it because it, it makes me feel weird. I've had lots of dreams where I was back at the library mm-hmm. 
they hired me again, but um, I'm in, they always put me in like a new position. You know, I'm not back there as like director. Mm-hmm. Um, they still have a director, but I'm like just back there doing something else. <laughs> and um, I'm like in like, they like put me in like this outside, like this office that's like away from everybody. Mm-hmm. And so every now and then I'll like come through and it's just so weird because everybody's like, you know, treating me strange and not really talking to me. And then I go back to my little office and uh, it, I don't know, it's weird. Well, yeah, I mean, it is like I said, in the dream, Dabs was in what was my office. And like I come back there and when it's the office like I would normally do. And then she comes in later and she's like, what are you doing? You don't even belong here. Um, you know, and was like, you know, this is my office and it just, it, it just was really, really uncomfortable. Um, I mean, so, I'm convinced I had like uh, PTSD. I pr- probably, no, I mean, yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, because, you know, as proud as I am for the things that we got accomplished while we were there, the, the, the reasons why we felt like we needed to leave I, I mean, if we were, if it was a different time or, cause I mean, you'd been under a lot of stress, you'd started taking medication, you were so stressed out and it just, it, the thing, just things had gotten, became, I guess, a little toxic and not even, I didn't yeah. feel it was with the staff itself, you know, but, um, I, it's still a very pivotal part in both our lives. So much has happened and so much has happened because of the decision to leave. Um, uh. So it's, yeah, it's just weird. I don't know. Mm. So, huh, okay then. Well, I feel <laughs> like I've rambled through most of this episode, which kind of sucks, but, uh, well, yeah, but like now I'm thinking, okay, what am I going to put as the synopsis for this show? Uh, just, you know, it's a show of ramble. I don't know. Yeah. Um, have you seen the, the new, um, uh movie that's on netflix it's like the they had their highest rating since march um it's enola holmes what the what yeah it's Sherlock holmes's sister it stars oh on tv time my app it was showing it was trending and i was like what the hell is this and it looked like i was curious actually this morning but not so curious to like look to see exactly what it was I'll probably watch it at some point. I mean, you know, I love Sherlock Holmes, and yeah, it says trending movies, um, and it has it listed as number one in my app. Yeah. So I, I'll I'll watch it. I mean, I didn't yeah. I didn't realize it was a movie and not like a show or something because it has isn't that the dude from Superman or one of the Superman? Yes, it is. Okay. <laughs> and um, um, the Henry Cavill, yeah. Yeah. The rumors that I've heard was that they've already talked about you know not only one sequel but maybe two sequels oh it stars millie bobby brown what because you know i i well i don't watch stranger things that's the only thing i know her from but i've said her name like five times in the last five minutes see i no really kept saying millie bobby brown and then you would interrupt me and i kept saying holy crap (laughs) t'challa really (laughs) yeah Every time I start to say it, you would interrupt me. Jesus Christ. Sometimes it's okay for you to just tell me to shut up. <laughs> I mean, you have to do it nicely because then I'll just get all defensive and stuff. But, you know, yeah. you, you can tell me that I need to stop talking. Um, so one, one cool thing before we leave. Mm-hmm. Um, so Drek Nara uh, decided to go ahead and give me my birthday present. 
<laughs> when she was leaving. So uh, it is really cool. It is a limited edition Hez collection. Mm -hmm. and, uh, it has Kiss. So each of the little Pez dispensers are the different members of Kiss, uh, the originals. Mm -hmm. uh, and in the back has this cool, like, uh, here, look at this, Jajal. Has this cool. Um, that is really cool. But well, look at the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's Kiss. And uh, I thought it was pretty neat. So I, I had so did, it, did it make you, like, feel like a, a, an ass? What, I, I don't think I'm supposed to open it. Doesn't that, like, ruin the value? But no. did you did you receiving that birthday present no, 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 or whatever it present? It has the type of pez it has in it is the bad kind. Oh, okay, all right. And that's that. It's only got orange and uh, like grape in there. Grape pez you would think would be good, but I it like grape pez. It tastes like food coloring. <laughs> it pretty awesome. much is. <laughs> like, uh, but the strawberry ones don't. I like like the blueberry and the strawberry. They're really good. I haven't had Pez in ages, like, so I'm it's, like... It's the red and purple ones. Yeah, they're red and purple. But it, it almost tastes like medication, though. So the funny thing is, I think, is that, um, like, on the sides and everything, it looks like it's the original Kiss members, but on the back, the, the like, embossed version, mm -hmm. that's the current Kiss, because that's Tommy Thayer wearing um, Ace Fraley's makeup. Oh, okay, okay. I know. Uh, yeah, see, I, I'm like way in too much into this. But, but yeah, so when you got it, though, did you feel like shit? Uh, not really, no. Uh, <laughs> although I did send her a message right away, and I was like, hey, I love this. This is awesome. Thank you. Mm -hmm. so, I didn't feel like shit, no. I mean, I've, I gave her lots of stuff. Well, I know, but I mean, you know, I know you've been feeling bad lately as it as it does happen during a breakup so i was just curious if this was yet another thing that you're like starting to feel bad about well no and without going into it i mean i feel like i i did make the right decision mm -hmm. and i feel like that you know there are multiple reasons why um you know it was the right decision and i i don't feel that you know not to get too much into it but i think i made the right decision um and i but, you know, I still feel guilty, um, I suppose, a little bit. I mean, whenever you're the person who ends the relationship. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, because you're an ass bear. No. <laughs> there you go. I'm a jerk. But, um, you know, it's just, I, I think this may be the, uh, the only time in my life I've actually done the breaking up. Oh, wow. I think it may be. Yeah. People always break up with me. Usually... <laughs> Usually I'll try and like tough it out, you know, but, um, well, I think, yeah, when I think about it, I don't think I've ever, I've ever been the one to break up with someone. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. It's like, I, it's, I've certainly had people, I mean, I, I, not to sound, well, I mean, it's going to sound the way it sounds. It's not that I ever had a shortage of people who didn't think they like me. Right. Um, but it's like when I actually get around to, like, I guess making it official or something, um, I, you know, it, it certainly is played into my self-esteem where it's like, you know, okay, if I've, I've, if I'm the one that's being dumped all the time, I guess that's supposed to say something about me, but you know, it's like, I guess the little toy they see in public is not the same one they would expect to see in private. And I think you're pretty much the same. Uh, yes and no. Um, you know, I've realized that over the years, I'm certainly a lot, 
I'm, I'm very emotionally needy, but that's a result of things that have happened in my life. Um, I, think, I think you come across that way in person too. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, if you say so, I didn't think that I necessarily did. Yeah. Um, but if you say so, I mean, you, you would know me best in that way. So um, I used, I used to think that I was much more gregarious in person and nobody uh, would know that I was, you know, having pain. But uh, no, people never seem surprised when I tell them how depressed I am. Um, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, but I, that, like, I, think, I, think, I think they can pick up that I'm fucked up. <laughs> but I think that that's more of like a real thing. Definitely. <laughs> but it wasn't always that way, though. Like, if you, yeah. like, years and years ago, if you'd said, oh, yeah, you really struggle with depression, I wouldn't believe you. Um, well, yeah, there was a time in my life when I would have, I would have believed I would ever be depressed. Right, exactly. I was a very optimistic person. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, and then, you know, of course, life happens. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, that, oh, that says a lot. Now you have me thinking about that whole thing. Like, okay, I was, the, I was the one that got dumped every time. So, I mean, I know that I'm intense. I know well, I'm not I'm trying to make you feel bad. I, cause like I, well, said, I know you're I, not I, trying I, to make me feel bad, but it makes me think about it, you know? Yeah, I was always the one dumped too, so, you know. I mean, but you're fucked up, so. <laughs> um, so, yeah, huh. And I mean, you know, when I think about, like, in some cases where I got dumped, I, I mean, in, in my teens, I remember it was because the guy I, I was dating at the time he had liked me for as long as I could remember. We finally got together in high school. Um, and I had still at that point not yet had like my first real kiss, you know, like a French kiss. And I was not active sexually at that time. And he wanted to take the relationship in that direction. And I was just like, no. Um, so he dumped me because I was basically a prude. And you know, I was thinking about it, I think like two nights ago or something. And I was like, you know, if, if I could have changed that, would I have, you know, and, you know, I'm like, I think I would have been less of a prude, but I still wouldn't have wanted to, you know, for that to have been my first, ex my first sexual encounter. Yeah. Um, so I, I just spend too much time in my head. Unfortunately. Yeah. But so we're two losers who've always been dumped and <laughs> we're signing off. <laughs> wow. Yeah, this this if we just have this knack for depressing ass shows. Yeah. <laughs> well you need to go back and, and read some more Bigfoot porn because that No. Is no. Uh, no. I yeah no I need to just go I need to just do more reading in general because I've stopped um and you know every time I do for extended periods I start to feel dumber so um I do need to start reading yeah again not just reading, reading articles skimming articles huh reading is fundamental it is it absolutely is and for it to have been something that was among my favorite favorite activities in my life um the fact that I'm I, you know, go through periods where I just don't, I mean, outside of reading on the e-news app, um, that I'm not doing any constructive <laughs> reading. Um, hmm, yeah. 
I do have, I do have books on my iPad that I need to be reading. Yeah. But see, they're like, they're, um, you know, historical romance. And so I'm like, oh, you know, I really don't want to read romance. But then again, I'm like, I don't know what I really feel like reading. Um, that I, I could some nonfiction sometimes. I've read. never been a huge nonfiction person. Hmm. Um, you know, because I briefly thought about doing um, true crime, reading well, some true sports crime. documentaries, read some sports things. That's um, true. Like I'm, I the next book I plan to buy. Um, mm-hmm. when we go whenever we go to the stories. Uh, there's a new book out that's just about the Lakers dynasty of Kobe and Shaq. It's just like those eight years they played together. And uh, the reviews I've read of it say that it's, you know, really good. It goes in depth about how the other teammates reacted, you know, to Kobe's um, rape charges, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And apparently, You're right. I probably would enjoy that a lot. Yeah. Apparently at the time, you know, uh, Kobe was like one of the most hated players in the locker room. Everybody hated it. Um, and most of the teammates sided with Shaq. Um but that Kobe was very good at playing the press. And so in the press, mm-hmm. a lot of times it seemed like Shaq was the bad guy, you know, but um, yeah. Anyway, I think you would like that kind of stuff. I think you're right. Cause yeah, I mean, my, I, I love sports documentaries. So. Yeah. And see, I don't like biographies, so I don't read athlete biographies, but I love books about teams, mm-hmm. you know, eras, things like that. Um, I read a great book that was all about the formation and rise of the uh, English Premier League and how it became, you know, the the biggest money-making sports league in the world. Um, And that was interesting. Um, But, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I'll have to check that out then. I should pull down a true crime or something like a sports book to read. Um, Because I do need to, you know, when I read, I only read one author. And so, you know, I understand how she writes and it's a bit formulaic as, I mean, you know, most writing end up being at some point, but um, I need to be excited about reading something again. So maybe a sports book will be, would be the best choice because with the whole true crime stuff, it's, you know, sad stuff. Um, uh, So yeah, cool. Thanks for the the suggestion. Yeah. Uh, If you want, I'll tell you the title because I put it on my wish list. Yeah. What is it? Because, you know, I'll just get it on Amazon. I'll get it on my Kindle because I have some credit on my account for those types of things. All right. So the full title is Three Ring Circus, Kobe, Shaq, Phil, and the Crazy Years of the Lakers Dynasty. Is it by Jeff Perlman? It is. Okay. It's the number one bestseller in uh, basketball right now. Uh, looks like actually in stock on October 4th. I don't mean I can get it. I can get it immediately on, um, the Kindle. Yeah. I was about to say, I know it came out already. So I guess they were sold out briefly in print. Yeah. It came out on the 22nd of this month. Yeah. So if you like it, he also wrote what about the Lakers dynasty of the eighties. Ooh, nice. Uh, called Showtime, Magic Cream, Riley. And yeah, I see that. Yeah, it was published yeah. in 2014. And then I could technically, because of the credits on my account, I could get that one for free <laughs> on, on, on Amazon. The other one, with my credits, I'd then have to pay an additional $10 to, um, to, to get it. I might just do the Showtime one first, since it wouldn't cost me anything, since I don't have any money. Yeah, I mean, if nothing else, it would tell you whether or not you might be interested in reading 
right yeah based on the way he writes um he can't be free to try it yeah i'm surprised the reviews i mean there's not been very many reviews on either well i mean obviously the newest one that makes sense but the other one only has like 270 reviews which is only that's surprising to me i'm just saying you know i'm just i'm just saying my most reviewed book has 36 reviews well me as you've said before you're a prolific writer and you leave it at that (laughs) so 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 yeah i just i don't know i i guess i expect it to be you know more than that but I'm going to read that one then. So yeah, I'm actually going to go ahead and download that one, pull the trigger now, have it delivered to my iPad, and I don't want audible narration. I want to read it, like really read it. Yeah. So yeah, I'll tell you about, you know, if if this one is something something you should read. Oh Lord, it's 497 pages. <laughs> <laughs> um i will um i'll start reading i'll start reading that one okay although i'm still on the fence i'm like should i read the kobe one maybe still too soon like because the fact that he's now dead and i'm still kind of weirded out by all that and yeah, um, i'll do the i mean i i hadn't even i didn't even know he'd written the one about uh the showtime lakers um so i'm not really sure which one i'm most I, i'll probably just start with the newest one just because you know and see, I start older to move into the newer era. So, yeah. so yeah, I'm um I'm clicking the button now. I am this exciting radio, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I honestly, like, seriously, because of like with last week and all that stuff, and I've what texted you like at least twice saying, "Are you sure you want to do the show?" Because I'm like, "Are we gonna make it to a season 13? Because I know. You know so you do, you just protest too much. I figure I feel like you don't want to do the show do you not want to do the show (laughs) are you sure because it it feels like you don't want to do the show no I'm fine doing the show you know it's like if you don't want to do the show Latoya just say so well no but you're the one who's all like you know well if you just record it you know like be more flexible with the time or whatever I did say if you would just be willing to drop everything in your life and record whatever I feel like recording it would be so much more convenient right and I was like bitch please so <laughs> I was like, no. Like Thursday night, I think at like eight o'clock, I was like, damn, we should record right now. I got exactly. I was feeling the same way too. But I was well, like, you know, no, he wants to do it on Saturdays now, so whatever. Well, I, and I was like, no, I don't want to like, you know, make her do it now because she's probably like, you know, saving animals in Animal Crossing or something. Well, at that point, yeah, I was, I was, I think I was maybe playing Animal Crossing. Yeah. Well, we'll just have to text each other next time we're in the mood. Oh, that sounds kind of dirty. <laughs> we're friends with benefits. Podcast benefits. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty then. So I guess until next time, it, this is... Barry. Latoya. And Chala. What the fuck is this? That's not how we go out. I mean, I was trying something different. that's the way we come in i know but we can also end by reminding the listeners of who's on the no that felt really weird yeah you've committed heresy (laughs) (laughs) yeah what wow well then how about you close it marry 2020 motherfuckers there you go bye perfect bye